0: that today we're here reminding ourselves of that today god that even though you are great that you are with us and that you love us so lord i pray this morning as we're doing a shortened service god as we get to our family barbecues the church family spending time together i pray we'd be reminded of how good you are this morning god i pray that you you teach us in a new fresh way god in your name amen amen all right you can all have a seat thanks so much for being here This morning, so we're doing things uh, a little different today, because we do have a barbecue afterwards. Whoa, whoa, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So we're not having—I know—because some of you walked in, you were totally heartbroken when you didn't see breakfast tables, right? I know, I know. I'm sorry, but we're um, gonna—we're not gonna be too long up here, and we're gonna get straight to to the barbecue. So I hope you don't have plans for afterwards, because it's gonna be a lot of fun, just kind of celebrating. You know, summer starting. We've had a great year here at Belmore uh, for this school year. It's been a lot of fun. Um, so let's get right into the speaking. And before we do anything, like we always do, let's uh, give it a round of applause to everyone who serves here and volunteers. <laughs> yeah, you guys are amazing. And, uh, you know, just looking out in the crowd, it's fr- you know, the majority of us do serve in some way. So we really, really appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, if this is your first time ever here, Uh, You can fill out one of these blue cards, connect card, leave it at the back info booth, and we have a free gift for you just to say, hey, thanks for being our guest today. This is exciting. Um, Okay, I got to clarify. This is the final week here at Belmore, okay, until October, okay? So it's going to be a while until we're back here, so don't show up here next week, okay? On July 7th, our new time and our new location is Knox Presbyterian Church down the road. Uh, and it's at 9 a.m. instead of 11 a.m. Okay, so it's going to be a great summer. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're starting a brand new series on July 7th called The Biblical Story Arc. And I think a, a lot of us know the individual stories or at least some of the individual stories of the Scripture. But did you know there's actually one giant narrative? There's actually one giant story arc throughout the whole Old Testament right to the New Testament. And we're going to be going over, you know, some of these different, Different themes here Some different things uh, And I'm really pumped About how it all Connects together And just to talk about that And and go into that So it's going to be good Um, And next week We are not having A public church service So we're not going to be here We're not going to be at Knox We're actually going to be Doing something called Community Group Sunday So that's uh, We're going to be In various homes Throughout Pembroke and Hamilton So if you would like To sign up To go to that uh, Just go to Mountainside.church Slash groups and all the details are going to be there. It's, it's basically just, you know, s- smaller groups of people getting together in homes and watching a video, sermon, and spending time together having food. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go to anyone that you want, okay? So just, you just sign up online. Um, and again, I want to remind you, directly after service, we're having a barbecue, and we're going to have it in the courtyard. So that little youth area as you walk in. There's a little door there that actually leads to the outside. It's actually like my first time ever being out in that courtyard. I'm like, why don't we do more stuff here? This is beautiful out here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have some games and, you know, that kind of stuff set up. So uh, I would encourage you, cancel your lunch plans. Stay here and, you know, let's just rub shoulders uh, and kind of, you know, start the summer off strong in in that way. Okay, so junior youth, so grade five, six, seven, eight, you are now dismissed. You can head out to the foyer. Have a, a, a great time. Okay question. Do you remember where you were the moment it happened? All of Canada was cheering this team on. You know what I'm talking about. All of Canada. They were going to show the team from America who really owned the sport, right? So game one happens. It's like, all right, all right. Game two happens. Game three happens. It's like, okay, okay. One more win, and we've got the entire series down. We're dominating the series. Neil. Downtown Toronto is going insane. Like, it is crazy. And then game six happens. (gasps) And then game seven happens. And then we lost. Oh, you thought I'm talking about Raptors. No, I'm talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs. (laughs) 2013 against the Boston Bruins. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, my goodness. Guys, 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 guys. It was ours. Okay, Toronto Maple Leafs has not made it this far in so long. It is game seven. We were up by three goals. There's three minutes left. You've got you be kidding me. Somehow Bruins come back. I'm literally on the floor yelling at my TV. Olivia, is there filming me laughing? You know, it's just, we're not going to show it. Thank goodness. Uh, it was, uh, oh, they blew it. I was very animated that day. But in 2019, Game six in Toronto, the Raptors won, right? And that's exciting. That's the championship is ours. And I was celebrating that day. And, you know, I'm not not this crazy sports person watching every single sport and game, this kind of thing. But there's something so special about celebrating a win, right? And just celebrating good news and just as exciting. I remember watching game six. You know it was in the golden state unfortunately but it it was like you know you can't help it but you jump up and down it's like we won toronto canada we finally won something this is amazing at least in my lifetime this is great this is so great um yeah and it it, that has a lot to do with what we're talking about today actually because you know we've we're closing off this series today called spiritual song and for the last couple weeks we've been talking about how uh, the songs that we sing on on a sunday morning service just like this Um, They are songs, yes, but they're more than just songs. They're actually spiritual songs. And uh, a guy named Paul in, in the Bible, he was a church leader, he referred to that as that. He said, get together and sing spiritual songs. And what makes a song spiritual is the truth of the words. That, it, that is there, right? And, and of course, when we talk about worship, living in life for God every single day, every, sing, every single second, that's all worship to God, obviously. But, but specifically today, I'm talking about the musical worship. The, the, the worship that we sing on a Sunday morning where we get together and we all sing together. And uh, the first week we talked about how spiritual songs, they're actually really good for us. It helps us kind of just recalibrate our mindset, kind of refocus on God. And, you know, whatever's happening in life, it's like, you know what? Sometimes if we just pause and we just sing spiritual songs to God and we worship, something good happens inside of us. God actually uses those moments where we can get close with Him. And it's awesome. And then the, the second week, we talked about how even if we got nothing out of singing, it doesn't matter because God is so good. He's so holy. He's so worthy that we should sing to Him Regardless of if we get something out of it or not. We should be singing to songs to God because He loves us and He's He's good. And and those last two weeks have been we've focused more on um, you know the, the slower aspect of, of, of the song. So I want to talk briefly today about the fast songs. What about the fast songs? What about the the um you know the ones that get get a little intense and the guitar is a little louder and this kind of thing, you know, and and, and this. So there, there's a person in the Bible who wrote a lot about singing kind of more ex- exciting, upbeat worship songs, musical, spiritual songs. And, and uh, I, I want to read just a, a, a quick little story on that, okay? So the guy's name is David. He was the king of Israel thousands of years ago in ancient, ancient Israel. And um, what happened was there was this thing called the ark, and basically it was this, this, uh, this wooden um, box that they would use to worship God, and they covered it with gold. It's kind of this beautiful thing. And basically this ark, it's called the Ark of the Covenant, it was a symbol of God's presence. It's like, it's like, and, and, and before Jesus came, it, there almost was a special manifest presence wherever this Ark of the Covenant would go. It's almost like God was there, and obviously God's everywhere, but it's almost like he was, he was there in a, in, in a special way. And, and it, it had the original Ten Commandments in it, and it was just kind of this very kind of, uh, sacred kind of object, right? And, um, and, and. Nowadays, we worship God wherever, right? It it does not matter you worship God. Back in those days, before Jesus came, it actually, you know, in a sense, was by location. You actually had to go to certain places. And and if you were worshiping over here and not over here, you actually weren't supposed to do that. You you know, different times before Jesus came. And what happened was the ark was far, far away from the capital city of Israel. And David did the good work to bring it back. And, and he was kind of telling his people, we're bringing the ark, this symbol of God's presence, we're bringing it back to the capital city, to Jerusalem, and we are going to worship God with, with this symbol of God's presence there. It is an exciting time for the whole country. Okay, so look what happens. And maybe you've heard this story before, maybe you haven't. It gets a little wild. Uh, in 2 Samuel chapter 6, it says this, And David danced before the Lord with all his might, wearing a priestly garment. So they're bringing in this symbol of God's worship, and David just starts dancing. He just starts worshiping God. It says this, so David and all the people of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy and the blowing of ram's horns. So there are songs going. People are singing. It's just like, uh, it's probably like downtown Toronto, right, when the raptors went. It was just crazy. And it says, but as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window I guess Michael can also be a girlfriend, whatever. Um, when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she was filled with contempt for him. So David just losing it. He doesn't care. He's just so happy. He's celebrating. He's dancing. He's singing. He's doing it all. And his wife is looking down from him from one of the buildings like, what on earth is he <laughs> doing, you know? And, I'm, you know, maybe you can relate with that story. And you know, I just kind what is going on? And in verse 20, it says this. When David returned home to bless his own family, Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust how distinguished the king of Israel looked today, shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girl like any vulgar person might do. Now, we don't know if that actually happened, (laughs) but the point was he was just letting loose. He was just going for it, right? He did not care. kind of weird. And 21 says, David retorted to Michael, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father and all his family. He appointed me as a leader of all of Israel The people of the Lord and you know it wasn't just a reply it was a retort so you know there's some you know some attitude going on here okay and it says yes I'm oh he says so I celebrate so I celebrate before the Lord why because of what God did for him right yes I'm willing to look even more foolish than this even to be humiliated in my own eyes so picture okay massive party you know Uh, You know this the symbol of worshiping god is coming in god's physical presence manifest presence there's just all this awesome stuff happening Everyone's clapping everyone's singing. There's horns going off. There's music going off. There's dancing all this stuff And it's just a really exciting time in the capital city, jerusalem and later david david wrote uh, Again about how when we worship god It doesn't always have to be this kind of um uh, valley kind of moment where things are somber and things are serious and this kind of thing David also wrote about A lot of joyful ways of singing the songs to God L- look at in the Psalms uh, part of the Bible Look what it says um, uh, We don't have it on the screen, but it says praise God with a blast of a horns a ram's horn Okay, so you, that's you know big trumpet kind of thing Praise him with the lyre and harp. So some stringed instruments, right? And nah, 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 Some stringed instruments. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Ch-ch-ch. Praise him with strings and flutes. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. And then it emphasizes. Praise him with loud clanging cymbals, you know? So it's not just supposed to be like, you know, it's, no, loud. Let's let it be loud. It says, shout for God. Make a joyful noise. The, and, and this is not referring you know, when it's saying, get the cymbals nice and loud and play those stringed instruments nice and loud and, and shout for joy and get the horns going, that's probably not referring to these kind of serious, somber, kind of emotional moments. No, this is, this is a party. This is exciting. This, this, is, this is fun. And, and uh, you know, it, so we're not going to do that during the slow songs, probably. You know, we're not going to get too in- intense like that. Um, <laughs> have you seen the YouTube video of uh, the Oceans drummer? Have you seen this? There's a, uh, th- you know that, there, there's a song called Oceans, it's very slow, like and you called me out upon the water, you know, it's like piano very slow, and the drum, the, it's in the church band, and the drummer in the back, I guess he didn't realize the dynamic of things so he just, you know, just. anyways, you gotta YouTube it, it's funny. Um, <laughs> and the crowd is just like, what is going on? So we're gonna be responsible with it, don't worry. Well, look, This is this is why we're bringing this up here at Mountainside. We want to be like David as he praises God. Um, Now, me personally, let's not lose the clothes, okay? Come on, that story, that joke is begging to be had, you know. Um, But let's celebrate what God's done for us. Let's be joyful. Sometimes, you know, worshiping God and singing musical spiritual songs to God, it needs to be a party. It needs to be exciting. Um, And and that's the main idea I want to leave with you today is this is some spiritual songs are meant to be sung with celebration Some are just meant to be fun. Some are meant to just let's get into it and and don't get me wrong The moments need to happen when it's slow and it's silent and It's calm Us and god, but look we got to have these moments too where it's like Yeah this is incredible. Like, look what God's done for us. And, and s- sometimes we think God is so serious and dull and restrictive. And, you know, the fun times always happen in the context without God or without church. And it's like, no, not at all. That's not true. And why should we get excited about, you know, singing songs that are in, in, in celebration? And, and why should we sing spiritual songs that we get excited about is, what, what did David do? What, what, why did David, when, when, when his wife was saying, why on earth are you doing this? You look like a fool. What was his answer? He, sa- he said, do you know what God has done for me? I'm, I'm going to even get more wild than this. Are you kidding? God has done so much for me. So I think it's something that we need to sometimes just pause and remember, what has God done for us? You know? And, and if, if we really take that in, what other response is there than to get excited about what he's done for us? And, and and, and I, I re- really want to encourage you, like, like, regardless of how far you've gone down the wrong path, regardless of how many mistakes you have made, even sometimes on purpose, regardless of, of the life that we used to live, all this, God gives us a brand new start. Simply because He loves us. And I, I, I think sometimes we need, to, we need to really let that sink into our hearts and into our minds and into to who we are. Look, we do not do a single thing to earn God's love. God just loves us because he's good. God just loves us because that's his character. He is love. That's what he, he has done for us. And, and, you know, David didn't realize it back then, but we, we've lived past, we've lived through the history. So we know that, you know, this was only the beginning of what God was doing at this point in history. We know that eventually God sent his only son, Jesus. And Jesus, y- you know, God in the flesh, God as a human, lived a perfect life, was totally innocent, died on the cross. In our place Because he loves us And because of his death Because three days later He rose again We can have a relationship with God That's something to get pumped about That's something to get excited about And and I I don't know about you But I'm a pretty awful person Without Jesus If I'm honest with you I've made some terrible Terrible mistakes and And I'm struggling And I'm still trying Not to make terrible Terrible mistakes But all that's wiped away God gives us a new start He loves us that much So as we think about that, let's get excited. Let's get excited about that. And and I, I want to let you know, if you're here and you're kind of like, whoa, this is kind of weird, never really been in church service before, don't really even know what I think about God, all that stuff, I want to let you know, God loves you. You can have a relationship with Him simply because He loves you. And I, I actually challenge you to make that decision and to say, yes, I want to have a relationship with God. And He's there for you. He, He's there for you. So th- this is the vision for Mountainside, yeah. For for this church, our spiritual songs, the faster ones. Let's get into it. Let's let's be passionate. Um, now, we, and we've said this three weeks in a row now. Let's be passionate, but let's also be aware, right? Uh, we we understand that this is this is a place where sometimes new people that have never been to a church service before is is coming into. Um, so let's be passionate. You know, I, I give you permission, worship God however your personality leads you, however God's spirit leads you, just worship God, go for it. But be aware, there could be a new person. So if God's leading you to kind of pull the David and just dance like crazy, this kind of thing, that's awesome. Go for it. Just don't do it up here. <laughs> Maybe just go to the back so the whole room doesn't stop and it's like, hey, we're just focused on you now instead of God. You know, like we w- Let's be passionate but let's be aware. Um, and I believe God's going to use passion in worship, musical worship, to actually reach people. For new people to come in that don't really know what they think about God, and they'll think, whoa, you guys really take this seriously. Like, well, you, you guys you really believe in God, don't you? You really believe that he's done something in your life, hasn't he? Wow. And that's actually going to be used for the kingdom, okay? Some spiritual songs are meant to be sung with celebration. Some are. Um, so two specific challenges for you, okay? One, you'll be like, okay, I can do that. And the other one, you're going to be like, whoa, d- don't push me too hard. And but let me explain, Okay. Um, the first one is this. At church services, just like this, let's clap when it's appropriate. <laughs> let's not pull an Ocean's drummer, right? When, when, when it's a fast song, let's, yeah, let's, let's clap. My, my, my one buddy at my old church always clapped on the wrong beat. It's okay. If you need to clap on the wrong beat, go for it. You have permission. It's okay. And, and the reason why clapping is important, um, it's biblical. It's, it's in the scripture. You know, David talked about, yeah, clap for God, clap God. Um, clapping is an act of faith. You actually have to do something. You know, the, the fact that it's like, okay, I'm going to clap. You, you're physically doing something. You don't just believe something now. You're actually doing it now. Um, clapping is an easy way to participate. I don't care who you are in the room. I know you can do it. I know, or, or you know, you can at least do this or it's just like, we can do something. Um, and it's a way to praise God. It's actually spiritual. You didn't realize that, right? But that first song is we're clapping it's actually a spiritual thing that's happening there with God. We're participating together as a church family. Yeah, we're worshiping God together. We're doing it at the same time, worshiping together. Um, and, you, you know, I, I, I back at the Raptors, right, um, everyone was clapping. We won. Everyone was clapping. It was Olivia and I. It was like midnight or whatever. And I stood and I slow clapped the TV. You know, I said, well done, Toronto. Well done. You know, I slow clapped. Um, why? Because as humans, at least in our culture, That's how you show value to something. You clap. You clap for something, right? Um, (laughs) Now, I I get the dynamics of clapping sometimes. In some churches, it's kind of like, okay, uh, you start off. It's okay, fast on. You clap. Kind of looking around. Okay, there's like one other person in my row, one over there. Okay, we're going to stay strong. Shoot, that person just bailed. uh Uh-oh, it's me and that person. If I don't bail now, I'm going to be the last one clapping. I'm going to. All the chorus and done, uh, and then the last person's like, oh. And like, I get the dynamics, right? I've, I've, I've been there, I know, I know that. Um, let's just forget that. Let's not worry about the people beside it, us. Let's just, you know what? We're going to celebrate, and clapping is a way we can do that. We're going to clap for God. Um, and, and we always try to make it a priority. The first song here that we sing is always a clappable song, okay? You can always clap to it. That's just a, a, a rule that we kind of. Um, you know, we, we've kind of determined as, as, as the band and, and Pastor Lorna and myself, it's like, let's, so what was today? Forever <laughs> God is fit. You could clap to that, right? It's always clappable. Okay, um, the second thing. And this one's probably going to challenge you a little bit. But it's okay. It's a little weird, but it's okay. I challenge you to dance. <laughs> he- hear me out, hear me out. A few notes to consider, though. Um, it's actually biblical to dance for God. I know that sounds so weird. It's actually, it's like, it's all over in the Bible, dancing for God, regardless of if you can dance or not, (laughs) okay? Um, One note on this, though. When David was dancing, just going for it, he was in a setting where everyone believed in God, everyone knew God. That was the right context for it, okay? Um, It wasn't in front of people that were like, I'm considering if I should follow God or not. Oh, there's a crazy dancing person. That wasn't the context. It was in the context of, Everyone there believed in God already and followed God. So you, someone could make the argument like, oh, I was in a church service. And not a single person was dancing. They're not worshiping God like the Bible. It's like, well, actually, that's probably not the context for it. If we all just went for it, first off, you wouldn't want to see that. <laughs> um, but second off, if there ever was a new person here on Sunday morning, they'd probably be like, you guys are a little crazy. So <laughs> I'm not coming back. See it. Like, so this probably isn't the context on a Sunday morning. To just go for that, okay? At, at least with kind of how how we do things, and this kind—that's of, probably not um, the moment, okay? Because picture your neighbor, coworker, worker you know whatever. Um, and when, and and don't think it's like, oh Bronson, you're such a like uh, what David's wife was doing, you know, just looking down on others. No, no, no. David's wife knew better, and it was in a context where everyone was worshiping God, and she was just having a bad attitude. That's not what these Sunday mornings are. Um, and just a little side note as we get into worship as we get passionate and celebrate let's not be like david's wife just kind of like hmm, what does that person think they're doing they think they're spiritual something they think that they're getting into it we're like let's, let's just let's just not even go there right um, um now i wonder if we're at a worship conference and there's a thousand other people in the room and everyone's at the front jumping and just getting into it that's probably a great context for that david type dance where you just go for it um uh, Here's a challenge for you. Maybe, maybe um, that's not a regular thing if you go to Hillsong or Elevation or kind of these different worship conferences to do that. Um, I, I challenge you, and again, it's a little weird, but I'm just filling you in on my life. Sometimes I'll be at home alone with God and worship I'll put a fast song on, I'll just dance by myself for God, and that's worship to Him. Um, sometimes I'll be in my office, um, and I'll do it. I'll put Hillsong Kids on with my kids, and we'll just dance for God, and, and like legit I'm not just dancing with my kids. It's like, yeah, God, we're doing this. We're dancing for you. Um, so I challenge you: find a time in the right context to just go for it. Just dance. There's a freedom that comes with it, um, and it's actually a spiritual thing—worshipping God in that way. Okay, but don't worry. I can tell you're you all s- a little stressed still. I'm not asking you on a Sunday morning context to do that. Okay, no, it's, it's all good. Um, we're gonna we're gonna you know be passionate. And a great way, honestly, a first step of worshiping God is we're just going to clap. We're just going to clap, and uh, it's fun to celebrate what God's done for us, how good God is, how good Jesus is. Um, So I'm going to call the band up. We're going to sing one one more song, um, and I challenge you: let's be passionate, okay? The last couple weeks we've we've done three at the beginning instead of four, and one at the end because we want to practice what we preach, right? We want to try it. Let's let's remember God's fun. Let's not put Him in a box. Um, he's not just a serious old man, some songs are meant to be sung with celebration, um, and I'm going to let you know, and you've probably noticed this, and we talked about this two years ago, as, as we talked about this as well, um, I've just made the decision, I'm always going to be here, or here, whatever, and I'm always going to clap, and it doesn't matter if no one else joins me, I'm just going to do it, because I've just decided, as a, as a pastor, and as a leader of Mountainside, I'm going to lead the way, and I'm just going to do it. I don't care if you guys don't do it with me, but it'd be nice if you <laughs> did. <laughs> um, and again, the, the worship leaders and I, we, we invented a new word called clappable. It's actually not a word, but we, it's a word here at Mountainside. The first song will always be clappable, okay? That's just what we determine. Um, so I, I challenge you for the first song every Sunday that we, that we do here, can you just celebrate with us? Clap your hands, get into it. And I know we do, by the way, this isn't like uh, we don't do this. So let's do this. This is again, we say it all the time: proactive preaching, not problem preaching. Right? We're kind of before something's a problem. Before you know, we're, we don't wait till everyone gossips to talk about gossip. We talk about gossip when no one gossips, so that no one gossips. Right? It's kind of like it's so. So we're passionate about worship, and I like that, and I want us to go even further. So we're talking about it because I want us to keep go even further. And okay, so, um, so. We're going to start. I'm going to hop on guitar because why not? It's fun. This was kind of like a last minute thing. We didn't have a guitar, and I, I live across the street, so I'm like, hey, that, that sounds fun. Let's go. So let's stand up. Uh, Neil, lead us as you have so well. And uh, I, I'll mute myself. How about that? <laughs> um, and let's just sing to God with all that we have, okay? And uh, let's just worship God and celebrate, right? And clap our hands and get into it, okay? Amen. Let's pray as we start, God. I pray you remind us how good you are. I pray you teach us to celebrate as we sing these worship songs to you. In your name, Jesus, amen. All right, let's sing and clap.
1: I am chosen, I am free. I am living for eternity. Me up, to me around, set my feet on solid. the solid ground. Yours now forever, and nothing, nothing's gonna hold me back, nothing's gonna hold me back, nothing's gonna hold
0: Okay, sweet. Okay, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. So we're gonna, we're gonna, um, you know, let's just set that in the culture. We're gonna celebrate the start of every Sunday, and I want to thank you for everything that we've done. Thanks for a great year at Belmore. Um, so actually, can we sit one more time? Uh, we're just gonna take up the giving, um, and I'm gonna give you one final update uh, for the, for the year um, of Anchor Year. So I'm gonna call the ushers forward quickly. I know we're kind of moving fast here, but let, we want to get right to the barbecue, uh, just kind of hanging out together. Um, so if you want to be a part of what we're doing giving, uh, giving-wise financially here at Mountainside, you can give through cash or check through the buckets right here. Um, we also have a laptop at the back, and uh, we also uh, can give online as well. Uh, if you want to do that, um, and we also have our prayer corner just over here in the corner. If you need prayer for anything, uh, you can head there. And just a reminder, July 7th is our new time and location, and next week is uh, Community Group Sunday, okay? Um, okay, I want to give you a final, just kind of before the summer begins, uh, I want to give you a final Anchor Year update. Um, and basically what we've been doing is, is every month we've been trying to give you an Anchor Year update. And Anchor Year is this goal that we have here at Mountainside Church uh, to be self-sustainable uh, financially by the end of 2019. So we have... An awesome church called Bethel in Hamilton that supports us financially because we are a newer church but our vision and our dream is to be um, taking care of ourselves you know we don't want to take advantage of any other church or any other ministry um, so here uh, here's an update um, if you want to go to the to the next slide here we'll just yeah so that's the goal be self-funded but in 2019 so here's where we're at financially uh, we need 3,300 every week so far the 2019 average has been 2,700 which is growth from actually the last time we talked about that which is exciting um, from April 22nd that's the last time we did it to May 27th our income was 17,000 out of almost uh 20,000 so that's really close we're actually just missing that um and our average of that time has been uh, 20 almost 2,900 so less than 500 away um, and I want to let you know, in the history of our, of our church community, we've never been this close. This is amazing. Um, we're, we're almost there. So I want to, I, I say this to say thank you for giving financially here at Mountainside. It's making a difference. Uh, we've done a, a, a big push this winter of, hey, let's tithe. Let's be committed to giving. Um, and I, I really want to encourage you, this summer, uh, it would be a beautiful thing to see that number not drop but to continue to climb or, or to at least stabilize there. Um, Cause I'm really believing this is our anchor year. This is the year where we're, you know, the, the figurative boat, dropping the anchor, stability, um, security there. And I really believe that God has done amazing things this year and he's only gonna do better things next year. And the future is very, very bright for us, okay? So I wanna personally thank you. Just as we go into summer, thank you for giving. Um, it, it means way more than you realize it, it, it honestly does. And it's a way of worshiping God, right? So I I really appreciate that. Um, So we're going to officially close uh, for the school year here. Um, So if you could go grab your kids and head out to the courtyard, we're going to have music, games, barbecue, hang out as church family, uh, get to know someone you haven't met before. And if you don't mind, if you could bring a chair with you uh, just so that everyone has a chair. There's a couple of picnic uh, tables out there and stuff, but if you could bring your chair with you, uh, that would be good. And other than that, God bless you. See you, some some of you next week in different homes. And uh, we'll see you July 7th at Knox Church, okay? God bless. Have a great time at the barbecue, I was all right?
2: of my home to a jail cell they try to break me down but their plan failed. i remember like yesterday still clear as day when i felt i had my whole future stripped away should have known better i felt the heat speeding through the lanes i was looking for the better me feeding my desires ignoring my royal pedigree bloodline from the heavens still slept in the penitentiary but i was meant for more so when you say the word